How a Nat 1 Led to a Vendetta Against a Restaurant Chain and Its Owner Hi everyone, All Things D&D is back with another story. What are your most memorable big bad guys? A lich, an elder dragon, the Tarasque, or a shop owner that serves customers exactly what they order, and falls victim to the insanity of one player hellbent on revenge? This is the tale of that player and his ridiculous vendetta. Buckle up, it's a spicy one. Tell us your revenge story after listening to this one. Now, I enjoy some of the shenanigans that happen due to the smallest of details being used to build new plot lines. So here's the story of how a nat one during some role-playing led me to start doing everything I can to destroy a man's livelihood and business. It all began with a simple campaign idea. We were mercenaries. Soon, we'd be given our own branches to run, recruit more members for, so we could use our other members if someone was absent, and ultimately start our own mercenary companies. I was a human alchemist. After our first mission together, we stopped by a major city to try some food at a well-renowned restaurant and got our food. I chose something spicy and was told to make a fort save. Nat 1. I took 1d4 fire damage because it was too spicy. Failing a dc5 save, a 3 was all I needed, but I nat 1'd, then took 4 damage, half my life lost due to spicy food. I of course raised a bit of hell demanding a refund due to nearly being killed. Failed my diplomacy checks. I will get my revenge. A couple more introductory sessions in and I had my branch of mercenaries, hiring a bard to act as my branch's lawyer and help explain to my employees why I despise that company and want to see them fall. My mercenary group started with a sylph spellslinger wizard, the bard, my alchemist, and a magus. Our earliest bits of corporate sabotage and espionage involved using a few delayed incendiary bombs that I would disguise as candles. After leaving town for a mission they went off destroying one restaurant. Nobody suspected a thing. Not satisfied with just one restaurant gone, I wanted to destroy the entire business, ruin the entire restaurant chain, and the owner's life. Later on, about two to three sessions later, my alchemist decided to sneak into one of their restaurants and hide a child's body in their wine cellar, inside a barrel we filled with cheap booze. The child was one of many recent murder victims that our current plot mission was revolving around. The body was soon discovered, that restaurant was closed down due to the investigation, and a few fines, and the head chef being arrested on suspicions of being involved in the murder or concealing the evidence. The restaurant chain took a major hit, but was still salvageable. In the meantime, my company expanded with a corporate buyout of a small gang and their leader. She was a brazen one, a rogue from a small gang of thieves who thought she could sneak in and steal some of our money so she could bail her crew out of jail. She was able to slip in and disarm quite a few traps and alarm runes, only to stumble into my office where she was face to face with me and my lawyer bard. Seeing the rough situation she was in, she was about to run, but I made an offer. You're quite the brazen one. I like that. Now sure, you could try to run, but I'm sure you already know that the rest of my crew will easily corner you before you could escape. Seeing how you're neck deep in our base and hopelessly surrounded, how about I extend an offer for you to work for us? Being able to slip in this deep into our office without triggering any of the alarms. I'd say you're very talented at infiltration. We could use someone with your particular set of skills, my alchemist says. Bard, you see, we're currently in a bit of a conflict with another company. One that nearly murdered our boss years ago. With your talents, I believe we could easily ensure that company goes... <laughs> belly up. The rogue was interested in our offer, but expressed her desire to have her crew freed from jail, so I inquired about their skills before agreeing to help reform them. On the surface, they were our newest employees aiding in the magic shop we ran. After hours, however, they were now part of my war against the restaurant chain that nearly killed me. Lily and her crew were quite skilled at this sabotage. Her crew consisted of an eldritch poisoner alchemist, a cleric rogue following a trickster god, and a summoner. As for Lily herself, she was a ninja sorcerer that soon grew into being an excellent arcane trickster. 
Our most daring mission yet was soon upon us, one that would surely lead to the destruction of his business. The restaurant was going to host a very important foreign ambassador in his entourage. While I knew this could easily start a war, this would be my chance to put that business under. The night before the big feast, we had the Eldritch Poisoner and Lily sneak in. Taking on disguises, they made their way into the kitchen and began the sabotage. The special spicy sauce they used for their signature dish was swapped out for a rather potent poison. We also spoiled some of the other ingredients just slightly, or replaced them with ingredients of lesser quality. Lastly, we left a forged note addressed to the chef, telling them their mission to kill the ambassador. Unfortunately, the ambassador had someone who would taste test his food for him. They died, but this led the ambassador to freak out, and the poison was found in their spicy sauce container. The restaurant chain was investigated, guards swarming the area, chefs arrested. We won, right? Well, my operations have been fruitful, but that clever bastard of a businessman decided to abandon the old chain and rebrand, starting up a new one, even going under a new name. I knew I had to do something drastic, something that would lead them to close forever, so I began working on some constructs. With my bard's charisma, he talked up the new business into going in a different direction than the previous company, doing something new. Instead of having a live performer, what about having machines do so? Magical constructs that can easily do the same job, but 24-7 with no need for rest, only small bits of maintenance. Constructs that can entertain and amaze the audience, something no other restaurant has done in this country. My arch-nemesis the businessman jumped at the opportunity, finally a cost-saving measure to help offset some of his losses. The fool accepted my constructs without issue. His new business grew in popularity thanks to them. He expands and starts new branches with more constructs, going continent-wide. It becomes more popular than before. I make loads of money from selling the constructs. Several sessions later and the campaign is coming to an end. We're all veteran mercenaries and capable of taking on powerful monsters. Time to finish off my nemesis. Constructs begin their true purpose, luring patrons away then killing them. The constructs are large, capable of storing one person each. Yep, I went full FNAF, but I was not done there. With teleportation magic, Lucy and some of the others in my company warped to the kitchens of some of the other restaurants and swapped out some ingredients with various poisons I had prepared back at the base. Finally comes the piece de resistance. We stole their tax money, right out from under their noses. So the restaurant chain now is behind on taxes. Now the king will surely see to it that he can't escape. The results were devastating. Numerous murders framed on the shifts, plenty of folks poisoned, families torn asunder, countless children dead, Kinda glad the internal storage compartments of each construct has a pressure plate, with the disintegrate wand set up. At least for the newer constructs, the originals did not have such a feature. Because of that, the original constructs soon became possessed by the spirits of the dead children. The guards who were originally sent to go and arrest the owner were, torn apart by my robots. So now our final mission involves going to the original restaurant and dealing with these haunted robots. The rest of the party doesn't realize I made these robots. In fact, they thought that this is just a final send-off of the campaign even disregarding the FNAF vibes, as it's October, so maybe this is just an early Halloween session. We go in and begin taking out the constructs one at a time. As we approach one of the staff rooms in the back, we soon hear the owner cowering in a corner in the back office, questioning why all this has been happening to him. Owner is a level 1 commoner, now an old man well into his 70s and 80s. He hears our footsteps as we approach, believing we are some of the constructs coming to kill him. He drinks some ale he made using some of the original hot sauce in a new recipe, that made a unique ale, which gives a good warm feeling in the gut, and plus five cold resistance. Well, if I'm gonna die, I'm taking as many of you construct bastards with me. Fort check, nat one. He died to his own hot sauce. Party chalked it up to his suicide from the guilt he must have felt from all the murders that happened. The party never realized that this was the same guy who refused to give a refund, after his spicy food dealt half my health and fire damage during the first session. 
and that's how I ruined a man's life and business for not giving a refund, after I nearly died because of some spicy food. Was that crazy and obsessive? Seems like something most people could have gotten over. If you can't handle spice, why in the world would you order something spicy? It's like being upset that you touched fire because it was hot. What do you all think? Please let us know what you think and comment below. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel All Things D&D. Our videos are posted every 5 days, so stay tuned for more amazing Dungeons & Dragons content.